Hello, and welcome to the VOV Network. Uh, have you ever been in a situation where you've been around people or different environments, or maybe even at work, somewhere like that, and you always kind of have this confused, anxious, uh, kind of this, this strange feeling of stress that just kind of comes over you when you're in that situation or around certain people? What you're probably experiencing then is what we're going to call toxic behaviors, or you're in a toxic environment. And that's what we want to get into today. So me and I are here, and we're going to dive deep, give you some information, some better ways to deal with toxic people, toxic situations, and toxic relationships. Stick around. Let's get into it. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back once again to the VOV Network. My name is Brian, and I'm here this morning with my co-founder and partner in crime, Mina. You want to say hello to everybody today? Aloha. Hope you're having a good morning. Yes. Well, welcome back. Uh, for those of you who maybe this is your first time joining us here at the VOV Network, we do a live stream like this every Saturday. And uh, what a VOV is all about in the VOV Network is we're focused on finding different ways to continue to give you insight, information, and inspiration regarding how to uh, cultivate, enhance, and preserve the important relationships and connections that are in your life. So today's topic is really specifically right in that range because we are going to dive deep into talking about um, what it means uh, to deal with toxic people, uh, some of the behaviors that they may display uh, from a, a toxic uh, environment standpoint, and maybe some ways to help you be able to identify and navigate your way through uh, when you're in those situations, because toxic behaviors, toxic people can really be uh, a stressor and a drain on you uh, as an individual. So uh, that's what our topic is today. Uh, let's get into it a little bit. Mina, what do you want to share about, uh, you know, why we're going to talk about this and maybe even some of your experiences with this type of behavior? Well, I would definitely bring up that um, this is not totally related to romantic relationships, although you, you might run into um, people that display that kind of behavior in your relationships, romantic relationships. It can be anything. It can be family. It could be work. We always say that when we're talking about a subject that it's not necessarily related to romantic relationships, but it can also happen there too. So um, this is a good subject to cover and give you some great information for how to handle, how to deal with this stuff. Absolutely agree. And, you know, we're obviously also kind of in a season, um, and we talked about this in our previous video of, you know, it's just the holiday season. So you're going to be going into different situations now with either family or coworkers or just different things because of the holidays and the parties. And sometimes um, you, you get into those environments and you're trying to figure out, man, why am, why do I feel this certain negative energy or um, I can't seem to get comfortable you just because mm -hmm. you, you feel so stressed and anxious when you're in that situation. Uh, and what's probably happening is either the, the environment itself or maybe certain individual or individuals in that environment are having these types of uh, toxic behaviors, which, which impact you. Uh, and that's what we want to kind of talk a little bit about today. So some of the things that, as I said, going into this, that you will sense when you're in this environment, uh, definitely a sense of confusion, uh, which would be one piece of it, uh, some anxiety, because there's, there's just something in the air that you can't seem to, to get comfortable yeah. with. Uh, and so you have that, that anxiousness that's there. And then stress, you know, because you feel like you're out of sorts or out of place and you can't seem to figure out, you know, what's, what's causing that. And that's what we want to uh, share with you today is just some of the things that uh, we've discovered and me and I have talked about to help you identify the behaviors that others may be doing that then impact you in those ways that kind of put you into this little bit of a negative uh, space. And then you, on the other hand, might be returning to those situations, you know, you out of habit, like. We talk about holidays. We talk about family times. You know, you mm -hmm. keep returning to the same situation because that's the way it's always been without challenging what is going on. And you just keep returning and returning and getting that hurt, that confusion, that uh, mixed up feelings like, you know, what did I do when you may have not have done anything? It's just the situation, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it could be family relationships, like we said 
before romantic relationships or work relationships, mm-hmm. but you continue to let it happen. And um, we've all, I'm sure, experienced those times when you kind of choose your battles, pick your battles. But sometimes when you're choosing your battles and picking your battles, you're really cowering down and saying, I don't even want to deal with that, right? I don't want to deal with it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that's the whole point is you, you get into those modes where you say, I don't want to deal with it. Um, but which actually puts you into um, a place of discomfort because then you're not being yourself. You know, mm-hmm. You've kind of, you know, put you make almost like we said before, put yourself in a box and as a self-defense mechanism in, in some ways. Right. And, and that's also not a good place to be because then you're not comfortable. You're not being your true self, uh, which again adds to the anxiety and adds to the stress of what's going on in that particular situation. Uh, so that that's, that's key to, to be able to identify these things. And sometimes it's a matter of communicating. And we, we've talked about this many times before about feeling, right? Mm-hmm. You know, in this situation, here is what I feel or how I feel about mm-hmm. what's going on and being able to talk about and share that, how, how important that is. Yeah. And again, confrontation is part of that and many other things, right? Yeah. Uh, that we get into. But first and foremost, you've got to be able to recognize those triggers, right? What is it that's triggering me to get in the box or uh, not be myself or feel anxious and, and all these different types of things? Mm-hmm. And that that's where the behaviors come in. And that that's what we want to talk a little bit about today. Mm-hmm. Uh, from a behavior standpoint, there, I mean, there's a, there's a list of specific things that people tend to have um, from a you know, toxic standpoint. So I'm going right. to start to go down the list, meaning we'll talk a little bit about them. And then a, a little bit, I'm also going to bring up a chart, which kind of outlines oh, cool. some of the, the behaviors that you may see from uh, from an individual that uh, we would classify based on our description of toxic behaviors uh, that's demonstrating uh, these types of behaviors for you. But some of the things to be concerned about, I think one of the biggest ones uh, that pe- toxic people have is judgment or judging. They're, they're, they tend to be very, very judgy in everything that they do. Um, and a lot of times it comes from the standpoint of no matter what you do, no matter what you say, um, it, it's never going to be good enough for them, right? And that's, that's typically where the judgment comes from. Uh, it's almost as if they place themselves in a better than mindset. So no matter how what you bring to the table, uh, you know, you can come in and say, you know what, I had a really good week and I've been on this diet and I lost 10 pounds. They're going to find something else to counter that so mm-hmm. that there's no benefit to you for losing that 10 pounds. They're not going to appreciate mm-hmm. it and, and, and support you in that particular way. Uh, Mina, do you have any examples of something like that or another one you want to share? Um, I would say that maybe in the judging area, maybe that individual was judged when they were growing up Mm. themselves. And so they come Mm. from a frame of reference where they're judged. They judge everything. And I think that for the person that um, is very judgy, um, Mm -hmm. one of the things that helped me, because I can say that (laughs) I was pretty judgy at one point, maybe a recovering judgy. (laughs) Recovering judgy. Yeah. Yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah. Always say recovering, whatever. But anyway, um, one thing that helped is before you say it, or maybe even when you say it, where that thought or when that thought comes to think, oh, challenge it, whatever it is, challenge mm-hmm. it with, well, maybe that person had to work hard to get this. Maybe they should be validated for what they did, you know, mm-hmm. or you know, whatever, challenge whatever that negative, judgy thought is. And then part of that is just trying to have a positive outlook on life in general. Mm -hmm. So um, that judgy kind of gets quelled a little bit when you are on the positive side of life. You try to be, you know. Try to be. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's always a a challenge because so many things are happening in the world that are negative. You know, like mm-hmm. we're going through our water issue here. Water's mm-hmm. precious right now on, on, on where I'm living. So, um, yeah, uh, there's so many negative COVID, you know, everything else. We talk about COVID right. all the time, but, you know, right. the world right. right now, it's easy to be negative. But Correct. try to find that positive point. Challenge your judginess. 
the judginess. Yeah, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, another big one I think that they they definitely display as a behavior is talking about being manipulative. Yeah, uh, and that comes in from a controlling standpoint as well as um, just trying to manipulate what others do, whether it's mm-hmm. their opinions, mm-hmm. um, yeah. all of it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and obviously that puts you in a situation where you almost have to defend yourself against yeah. that manipulation. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because it, it, it's it's a palatable thing when, when it's happening. You know, it's they're, they're typically not very subtle about Mm-hmm. How they're going about doing it, right. so manipulation is 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 a is a, is a big one. Mm-hmm. And part of that is they should be like me. You know right. why? Yeah. Look at them; they're this, they're that. Why are they doing that? They should be like mm-hmm. me. They should do it like I do it. Well, why should they do it like? Who are you? Who are you to judge? But mm-hmm. that controlling, like it even like it, it can happen in friendships. Like you do things one way, and your friend does things another way, and then being overbearing and crossing those boundaries, those boundaries, you know, yeah. because you think they should do it this way. And you're a pushy friend, controlling friend that mm-hmm. can be very annoying. And to sit and take it and take it and take it. It's like one day you might just blow up. Right. Right. Being the individual very that's being controlled or, or attempted to control, you know, very true. Yeah. Very, very true. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the last one that I want to talk about, and then many might want to share some others, uh, but this is a big one for me, and that's regarding drama. Mm-hmm. And typically, when I say drama in this scenario, the person who's you know displaying these toxic behaviors, mm-hmm. what they're doing with drama is they're sucking you into their drama. Mm-hmm. You know, they mm-hmm. they create this tornado of drama, mm-hmm. and then they want to go out and suck everybody into it that they possibly can, mm-hmm. um, so that. I don't know if it's to control and manipulate or mm-hmm. to share their their pain and discomfort or it could be just plain old joy to feel like they could mm-hmm. impact your life in that way, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's very interesting how they really do kind of create this tornado of drama and, and want to suck others into that. Yeah, and I think some of that is too, the, the not speaking up, mm-hmm. the not challenging situations in their life. And it becomes a drama because they allowed it to happen by not speaking up and not setting those boundaries and and sticking to it, allowing people to cross the boundaries or, you know, just wait a little bit into it. You mm-hmm. know, just setting those boundaries and sticking to it can, can minimize some of that drama. Oh, yeah. With, without question. Yeah, there, there's, there's just no, no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what else do you have? I know you have, we had talked a little earlier and you had you know, to kind of notice some things you wanted to share. I think that what I have is on your chart. Okay. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll bring that up now and then and talk a little bit about that. Okay. Wait, um, wait, maybe I should bring up the romantic stuff now. What sure. Do think? Let's do that. Sounds so good. just on a romantic relationship level, not, we're not talking about all, but there could be another, but we're talking about romantic right now. I'm gonna give mm-hmm. you some of the, the, the um, traits of if you're dealing with someone that is um, has toxic behavior in a relationship. Um, so there may be physical or verbal abuse that goes mm. without saying. Um, they be, may be constantly controlling, like we just talked about, or monitoring, you know, your behaviors. So that could be with your phone, or that could be with um, just asking you what you're doing, where you're going, what you know, worried mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. Not the inquisitive. What are you doing? The what are you doing? Where doing, are you right. when you yeah. come in home? Yeah. The, um, the tone is totally different, right? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Like one thing I don't like, well, I, I will never, I never let people, anybody do. And my daughter's the same way. It's so funny because I, I want to do it to her, but is the phone monitoring where you can see where they're at. <laughs> oh, the phone app. Yeah. As far I want to know she's okay. I want to know she's always okay. But that is a form of controlling, right? It She'll is. never the let lo- me do that. <laughs> the location, the location tracking thing, yeah. yeah. But I feel the same way as she does. So, you know, no one's going to do that with me. Right. But um, anyway, um, saying no is not acceptable or they. Um, yeah, that's it. Saying no is not acceptable. That's it. Um, they won't take ownership or responsibility for when they 
make a mistake or whatever, if they've mm. contributed negatively to the relationship, they won't do it, will not do it. You ever met someone that will not do it? They know mm. they were wrong, mm -hmm. but they'll come back and talk to you and be like, oh, da, 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 da. and you're like, are you going to say you're sorry for what you did? You know, you're right. thinking, right. you don't yeah. speak up though, right? You're like, right. Right, right. If yeah, you let them absolutely. go on and you're like, you go back on into things like it's, oh, everything's okay. We're all right. They're being nice now. But no, that doesn't work. You have to set your boundaries and let them know they crossed it. Yep. Um, so the other thing is keeping a scorecard on you. So they're saying you did this, 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 and this. And they got it for you. This is all the things you did. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. Another one, you stop saying things because um, it isn't worth it. It's just not worth it. It's not worth going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be, um, that would be the last one on that list in romantic relationships. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's so true. Um, oh, uh, and that last one that you said about <laughs> not taking ownership of something they, that they know that they did that was. Uh, improper or wrong um, and you know there may be some emotional feelings that are involved with that and some different things but for whatever the reason they won't take that simple first step of just saying you know what my bad I'm sorry you know yeah. and then how, and that's all it really takes to move forward right yeah yeah to, to kind of be able to put it down as we, we talk about a lot just say I'm sorry yeah. I'm sorry what is that and to be the 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 bigger person, the stronger person to talk that way, share, be open, because that dialogue is how things are going to get better. That's how you're going to yeah. get past all of that, right? Yeah. And a sincere, I'm sorry, okay? A, a sincere, <laughs> I'm sorry goes a long way. Try it. If you're one of those people, try it. Just say, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it really is. So I'm going to bring in a, a graphic here and you're looking at the different toxic behaviors that people have. And uh, Mina and I, we're going to, I'm going to pull this up on the screen. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about it. Um, so this, this shows, um, oops, you know, the, the, the signs of toxic behaviors. So this is the seven signs of toxic behaviors. So I wanted to bring this up and we'll, we'll run through it real quick. Um, so one of the things that these people do quite a bit is they um, they always kind of approach things from the standpoint of they're better than you, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's not a you know a good place to be either. So, and then the next one says, "I'm never happy, I'm never happy for you or your accomplishments." And that oh. goes back to what I was just saying about the. Um, and I was just talking about the. Uh, you know, I, I lost 10 pounds. You know, why Why yeah. can't you be happy for me? Yeah. That kind of thing, right? Yeah. But they, they, they never show that type of appreciation for you, anything like that. Um, and it's always, as you said, you say something positive. Yeah. You, you're in this good mind space because you did accomplish something. Yeah. And they're going to search for something negative right. to try to counter that, to bring you back down, yep. per se, because they're not going to show that appreciation for you. I get this one a lot when I talk about school. I have started saying, you know, a while back I started saying, oh, um, I'm just in school. I just tell them, oh, I got a class. You know, I don't really talk about what it is because I always get that, oh, well, I didn't do that because, or I didn't think I could take any more school, you know, or that it's never, oh, that's great, or congratulations. Or if I say I'm almost done, it's like, oh, well, I didn't go into, you know, if I talk about what it is I'm doing. So, mm -hmm. yeah, and, and I get that. And, and it's really what I'm doing isn't about what anybody else is doing. I'm doing this for me. I'm not saying you didn't do it. Right. So I'm better than you. It's never that. Right. It's right. just, I'm excited because I'm almost done. You know, and I get that. Yeah. It's yeah. A joy yeah. And, instead of them just showing some genuine appreciation yeah. for your accomplishment, yeah. um, you know, they, they try to justify it or come at it in a different way. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, number three, um, you feel emotionally drained. 
when you're when you're with them, right? And that's a big one because sometimes you, like I said, you're you're with a certain person or you're in a certain environment sometimes, and it just it's just hard to be there. I mean, <laughs> literally, it, it, yeah. it's, it's just hard to be. And, and you go, oh, man, what's the deal? Why? Why is I, I'm not understanding? You know, mm-hmm. uh, what's going on with that? Right. Mm-hmm. You got to get your space. You're like, okay, this is all I could take for these few hours. I got to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that's, that's, a, that's a big one. And yeah. I, I have been around some people or been in some uh, environments, uh, especially work, you know, and, uh, in the past where you, you walk into the room, and it's like there's a dark cloud in the place, you know, and it, it's just, just this, this feeling that's there. Yeah. Um, and emotionally, uh, it it literally feels like a weight on you, and it kind of drains you as you go through it, right? Yeah. So that that's a key one to watch out for. Yeah. So if you are around someone or keep going into a situation, and it's just, you just feel out of that completely wiped out, that's probably what you're sensing yeah. is some type of toxic person, a toxic environment. So be, yeah. be aware of that. We had a guy one place I worked and he would go around setting little fires all day. And as a supervisor, I wasn't his supervisor. I'm going around putting out those fires, right? Mm-hmm. Because he's upset somebody on my team telling him some kind of of lie or whatever because he had the he had the boss's ear, my supervisor's ear. Um and they were, you know, not close but you know, he just could talk to her anytime and, and she had a favorable um, light with her. So uh, he would go around using that. Like, she likes me. So he'd tell lies. Or <laughs> if he knew anything about a supervisor, he would brag about that. Like if he mm-hmm. knew where he lived or whatever, like it was some type, type of clout. So he'd go around irritating the other co-workers <laughs> and next thing you know you're hearing about whatever he's saying right like no no but that was toxic it made the work environment toxic yeah 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 absolutely yep that's a, that's a great example so number four um they live t- to point out your insecurities right yeah. so we all have insecurities. There's certain things mm-hmm. about all of us, you know, that that's human nature in a certain way that we don't feel the best about in ourselves, right? And it's odd how someone would intentionally get to know you, get to understand you, to find out what your insecurities are, and then just hammer you on it, right? Yeah, yeah. Pointing it out. So you talk about one of the things that's a true toxic behavior. That's definitely one, because that, there's intent there. Yeah. Because yeah. typically, I mean, most of us, we don't wear our insecurities like, no. you know, a name badge that's on us, you know, so people yeah. know I'm insecure about this or that. They they have to take the time to get to know you, right? Yeah. And then as they do, instead of helping prop you up and help you deal with your insecurities, they do just the opposite. Yeah. Right? Some people will, that's the way they roll. They use that as a tactic to find out what your insecurities are Mm -hmm. and pretend to be in support of you and use those insecurities to try to bring you down. Right. Try to bring you down. Try to bring you down. And um, their behavior is is very um, strategic in that way. And that's just how they roll. And yep. it can be uncomfortable to work with someone like that. And you got to understand that they are like that. You may not know till the first time you experience that pulling the rug from under you or when you hear back from somebody what they've said. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, and that's so that. true. And, you know, I, and I, I close the slide because I wanted to talk about this one for just a second, uh, because I think it's one of the ones that from a, a toxic standpoint, um, it's pointed. So, and what I mean by that is, because I said as, as a moment ago, um, there's intent behind it. Right. A lot of the other behaviors they are just displaying to all people. Right. That, that's who they are. But when you talk about your insecurities, that means that they've they've taken the time to specifically kind of aim or target mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. from that standpoint. 
Uh, so that's a, a big one to really to watch out for um, from that standpoint of, of just, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's very interesting, uh, that whole uh, concept. And, you know, having to, to watch out for that and just protecting yourself. Because right. It can be, you know? Yeah. It can be such a, a daunting yes. thing. Sometimes, like for me, I don't know where it came from, but my friend, my girlfriend from way back when I was living in San Diego, her husband was the same way. And she would tell me that we were both alike in that way, but we see the world as good. We Mm -hmm. don't expect the negative. We don't expect them to be people to be conniving in that way. So Mm -hmm. when it happens, we're so disappointed when the stuff happens, like really disappointed because we expected that everybody wanted good for us. And it's hard to get out of that frame of mind. So when that happens, it's like, what? I'm so hurt. But anyway, um, sometimes you, because, because if you're that person, if you're like me or him and you think in that way, you will walk into a situation and when people act as if they support you, you'll believe them. Mm -hmm. They'll show Mm -hmm. you that and you'll believe them. You (laughs) won't even think for a minute that they're going to do something to try to hurt you. And so they get to know you in that way and they get in there and you're just being yourself and being nice and being kind and and then that rug is pulled from under you and you're like, Oh my goodness, I didn't even see it when you should have. Mm -hmm. If you just would have thought that not everybody has the um best in, your best interest at heart, heart there's some right. other motive maybe but you just right. don't expect people to do be that way right right, right. Let live. right. right. i'm just right. saying because i've experienced it enough at my age of 57 i've experienced it enough to know that um that i do let that happen and so if you're like me uh yeah watch out watch out yeah and, and it's sad that we have to sit here and, and say that about yeah. you know certain situations but yeah it is it, they they literally intentionally lay the stage to, yeah. right, i gotta get them on this spot and as soon as i get them yeah. to the spot yeah. bam right yeah um and, and that's sad but mm-hmm. those are what we mean when we say people who display uh toxic behaviors yeah. and this specific one when i talk about number four is very targeted and, mm-hmm. and how that rolls out so Actually, definitely yeah. be on the lookout for that one yeah so I'll bring it back in here and continue to share. So let's look at number five. Uh, they aren't supportive of your goals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that can be a toxic behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that's also kind of human nature. And, and let's go yeah. back to specifically in relationships. I mean, yes, it's okay for someone to challenge your goals yeah. um, you know, within a relationship. There's nothing wrong with that. That's, right. that's not what we're saying. Right. You know, you, your husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it may be. Right. You know, and and just like you and I, we started to what right. we're doing now, having these these live streams. Mm-hmm. And you know, while we were doing it, and we shared our goals and where we want to go. Mm-hmm. And certainly, there were people on your side as well as on yeah. my side who challenged yeah. us on, you know, why are you doing it? What that makes yeah. no sense, you know, those kinds yeah. of things. And it's not that they are trying to tear us down; they're just trying to understand. Mm-hmm. So that's that's okay. What yeah. they're talking about here, though, when they say they're not supportive of your goals is they're doing things counter to your goals in the the relationship and in the the exchange that you have with them. So every step that you're trying to take forward and whatever it is you're trying to do, they literally have the rope going, oh, no, 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 can you come back down? And so whatever, as we talked about in another video, subterfuge and sabotage and whatever else might go on, they're, they're actually doing these things to, block you or prevent you from right. reaching your goals. So that's a whole different level of right. questioning. Because question, mm-hmm. as I said, that's okay. Um, right. You know, that that's that's seeking to understand, right? Which is a totally different thing. What do you think about a friend that now this is just a pure this isn't a question necessarily well audience, you can definitely chime in. Um, but it's this is tr- truly a question to you. What do you think about a friend that um, watches your videos, watches a lot of what you do, but never makes a comment, never clicks a like, but never tells you, you find out from someone else that they do it. What is that? What's that about? I don't know. I I, I don't know. 
Uh, that that's a great question. I, I'm not sure how do you classify that, right? It's like it, wow, yeah. one like, just one like, would be nice. Just one like, one comment, one I just to I know, you're you to know you're there. Know you're there. I mean, um, they don't maybe have to, but they don't. No, they don't. Well, maybe it's a personality thing on their side yeah. too. Some, some people don't like to engage. Um, right, right, right. Especially there's on social some... media platforms, you know. Yeah, I, I kind of get that too because yeah, not everyone some... is about putting themselves out there in any way. Right, um, right. right. Social media, so. Right. But if they have a way to contact you directly, it still could be a, a text message of "Hey, I saw I saw what you did," and mm-hmm. keep up the good work, or yeah, even if it's a suggestion of "Hey, how about you try this?" or maybe do this differently. There's nothing yeah. wrong with sharing. Yeah, those no, nothing wrong. I have a friend that does that too. Two of them yeah. that do that. But yeah. I got this. This I just want to say this. I got this cup with from a good friend, and she watches. She doesn't comment or anything like that, but which is fine. But she watches and she tells me that she liked it or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I appreciate it. Yeah, Thank you, absolutely. Diana. Yeah. But, you know, I know that she's out there and that she's supporting me, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But, absolutely right. So number six, uh, they guilt trip you constantly. Now that <laughs> one is craziness, right? Because... Um, yeah. Literally, uh, it, it's this, and that's and that's a psychological thing. Right? Yeah, yeah, you know? and that's one of those things. And I mean, you mentioned earlier when we first came on, yeah. talking about maybe it's a behavior or something that yeah. you experienced when you were young or in your mm-hmm. childhood, right? Mm-hmm. So as you matured over the years, if you were in a household and you had this type of behavior happen, it actually psychologically has some mental and emotional impacts on you that you carry into your adulthood. Right. Right. And it can really make it a struggle um, just in everyday life because of how you now feel emotionally uh, right. just dealing with the world in general. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It could also be used in a way when someone does something that they know they were wrong and don't say they're, and do, they choose not to say, I'm sorry. Yeah. And they choose to guilt trip you instead. <laughs> you know, turn it around and turn you around, away thinking, on you. not only confused and unsure of yourself, thinking, yeah. oh, I would, I, I'm wrong. Like, how am I wrong? I didn't even right. do anything. <laughs> you right. know, like, right. you were the offender. And now somehow I, I did it wrong. I was the one, you know. So Ex- exactly in that guilt right. thing, yeah, I've had that happen. Yeah. yeah, no, that that's a big one. Number six is is definitely a big one to to watch out for. And as you said, they can flip it around on you in a heartbeat, and now all of a sudden, and that's that you use the word confused, and that was one of the first yeah. words I said between confusion, anxiety, yeah. and stress. Right, those yeah. are the three big things that typically toxic environments, toxic relationships, or people yeah. put on you. Right, is, is is those three things. So yeah, yeah, you do feel kind of confused with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Number seven, it's impossible for them to tell the truth. Now, this is interesting <laughs> um, because we, we have an episode about lies specifically, yeah, but um, mm-hmm. this is a little different. This yeah. is with malice, per se. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. They are telling these lies in a malicious way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it all ties back to some of the things we talked about earlier, yeah. the manipulation, the judgment. The yeah. drama, the control, yeah. right? So yeah. if to maintain those things, yeah. if they have to lie, not a problem, right? Yeah. Because the important thing for them is to maintain all of that manipulation, the drama, the control. So wh- whatever it takes is what it takes. And if, yeah. if lying to manipulate you or control you is what's needed, then that's absolutely what's going to happen. You are singing to the choir. And <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, I have a specific person in mind when I think about this, but uh-huh. um, but I don't like to say uh, toxic people, if you haven't noticed. I like to say behaviors, people that display um, toxic behavior. But in this case, <laughs> they hit every one of these seven. And number seven is the one that's the most prominent I cannot trust a thing that comes out of that person's mouth. I got to second guess everything, even the smallest of things. So, really? Yeah. And 
um, I don't want to say too much, but, um, but it is one of those situations where at this point I can't remove myself from the situation. So, um, it's just hard. It's just hard to have to deal with, with someone that displays these behaviors. Yeah. I, yeah, it is. It is. And, and it, like I said, it can put you in such a negative mindset for yourself and, mm-hmm. and the stress of it and the anxiety that's associated with it. Um, and, and again, some of these things, um, from a behavioral standpoint, we wonder sometimes why we act a certain way or we respond in a certain way to certain stimuli yeah. in our life, right? Um, not understanding or realizing that sometimes that has stemmed from conditioning of being in a certain environment or around yeah. a certain person yeah. for so long. And yeah. it's odd. It's just that whole conditioning thing that yeah. you've actually gotten used to or adjusted yourself to be a certain way. So mm-hmm. now that's just how you respond. Uh, so it's almost like you have to kind of break yourself mm-hmm. to start to fix yourself, you know, yeah. to, to, to get out of that. And that, that, that's a very interesting mm-hmm. space to be in. Anything else you want to circle back on, on, on this before we. I, uh, I want to say forward? if you're the even tempered, pretty fair kind of person, you try to be positive or whatever, you will check yourself many times in dealing with a person that displays these lists, this list of seven, because you will you will think that your response was unwarranted, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you're being pulled into it, and it's really hard to, um, you know, stay even, even tempered, fair, and, and all that when you're dealing with this because you you can see and you know it's not right, but it's just a difficult situation. But go ahead, Brian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you, you are absolutely right, absolutely right. So there we go, folks. That those are, as we say, the the seven signs of, of toxic behavior. Uh, and I'll, I'll agree with Mina because sometimes it, you have to identify the behavior, not the person per se, um, the behavior that the individual is displaying. So these are the seven key ones that you can start to be on the lookout for, be aware of, and um, to have some self care and self preservation. Uh, try to avoid as much as you can being in these environments. Uh, and it, they might not be all seven present, but, you know, when you get there and there's like three, four, then, yeah, you, you, you're you definitely down that road of, of being in that, in that space. I mean, what are your final thoughts before we uh, oh, kind of wrap up? Oh, I'm not done. Oh, well, let's keep going. What you can do. Okay, so there are a few things you, there's a few things you can do. Okay. One, you can, if you feel like it's worth it, you can challenge the behavior and, you know, set your boundaries, challenge the behavior, talk with the person. If if it's a situation where you feel like it's not worth addressing, then you might want to step away from the situation altogether and step away from the person. If you can't, you're going to need to challenge and set your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing you can do... Um, if you think that the person is going to make you pay for confronting them, yeah, it's probably another situation you want to back away from. If you for make you pay for um, um, confronting them on their attitudes and behaviors. Um, if you're married, you're not going to really right away run away from the situation. So that, again, it's a situation where you need to communicate about these are my boundaries. This is where I will not allow you to cross. Mm-hmm. And work with that. If you cannot um, keep those boundaries established and they're constantly crossed and you're constantly allowing them to cross them, it's just not working. It might be something you want to walk away from. I don't know. Maybe you will stay in it. That's your decision. You got to decide. Mm-hmm. Um, but really staying in a relationship, staying silent is not healthy. Got it. Yeah. When you're in that situation. So yeah, just, Think about it. Yeah. So I want to go back to what you just said. I got a question. Um, mm-hmm. You said something there about they're going to make you pay for your comment. So is that 
pay for from the standpoint of now they have this vindictiveness. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get even with you kind of thing. I can is think that... of one that's pretty common you see on TV in like sitcoms and stuff like that. Um, maybe they won't put out. Oh. <laughs> Go to the couch. Go to not the couch. In the bed. Uh, <laughs> You're not because getting you... any. You yeah. stood your ground and, and said what yeah. it was you wanted I to say. Um, but I I think another one is um, like silence. Not talking to you. You can't resolve it. You can't communicate because they're mad because you said how you felt. You told mm-hmm. them about your boundaries and, you know, you're not going to talk until they're ready. Right, right, right. Which so I, I want to kind of follow that up with two additional things um, oh, from the standpoint someone? of behavior, just behaviors in general. Oh. Yeah, and, and these primarily kind of, I think, filter more into relationships than in general. Um, mm-hmm. But one would be neediness and the other one is yeah. being self-centered. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So looking at that from the standpoint of a behavior, um, it's it it's kind of I won't say it's a stretch, but identifying that that is a form of being a toxic behavior when someone is always coming from the position of me 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 I need I need I need and I want I want it's about me I'm self centered you know that, that kind of thing. Um, so for some it could just be a personality trait and there isn't necessarily a um, intent. Because intent mm-hmm. is one of the big words that, that that's mm-hmm. a key to it too. So understanding is that part of it. Uh, that some people have just a more needy, more self-centered personality as to mm-hmm. who they are, and they're not being malicious about it. Mm-hmm. Others, on the other hand, it is truly all about them and nothing about you, right? And making sure that when you are in certain relationships, that um, you have to, as you just said, stand your ground communicate mm-hmm. about that mm-hmm. because it can't always be that person's way. You know, there's right. two of us in this. Uh, what about me and, and some mm-hmm. of my needs? And mm-hmm. It's give and take, it's compromise, it's all those other words that, that, that we use and we talk about. But when none of that's happening and, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're saying what you need, what you want, what your desires are, and it keeps falling on deaf ears, you know, you're, you're not getting any type of response or support those back from the other individual, then that's that's the time when you might really need to uh, evaluate that and and have to step back or step away because long term that's that's going to have some some pretty heavy psychological, emotional, and mental impacts on you. So just be aware of that too. So I got two points on that. One is. You're not talking about truly needy, like they needed you, like they needed right. you to help them with a rent or, or right. they were hungry or whatever, whatever. Right. Um, number two is, weren't they like that in the beginning? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as a man or woman, you allowed yourself to get to that point where you got into a relationship and you ignored those things, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If they were like that in the beginning. You knew that that wasn't going to work for you and you let it go. I'm just, I'm just saying, cause I've mm-hmm. been in the situation right. um, and you let it go. And now it's, they're the same person they were in the beginning, mm-hmm. but it's not good enough for you. So mm-hmm. maybe starting early, you see some things that, that are deal breakers. Like we did the deal breakers. We did the deal breakers. And yeah. If it's a deal breaker for you, it's a deal breaker. Now it's a deal breaker later. It's going mm-hmm. to be a deal breaker regardless, probably. Yep. If it's one yep. of those deal breakers, a deal breaker, like you cannot deal with this. You do not want this. Right. And it doesn't change down the road. Uh, if anything, oh, it's going to get even worse because they get even yeah. more comfortable thinking that it's acceptable, right? Yes, yes. Um, he doesn't care. She don't care. Yeah. I don't. Exactly. You know, it's like when you go to court and they say, um, you let them do this as far as say rent or whatever. How are they supposed to know you were serious this time because you let it go before, right? Right. So I'm just right. saying. Exactly. Yeah. And then uh another one too is so we've we've talked about this before, is I'm gonna fix them or I'm gonna change oh, yeah, them. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah, identify yeah. it up front, you see it, but yeah. you feel like I can fix that. I can change yeah, that. Yeah. Right. And, well, and 
or even, I'll, it's not always, I'll fix that. It's sometimes it's, we'll talk. They'll find out that, you know, I really don't like that and they'll change. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're not changing them, but they'll understand how detrimental it is to us and, and they'll change. But doesn't yeah, it doesn't always, always work kind of like that, right? So those were the last two that I wanted to just bring up from a behaviors standpoint and to, to, to be aware of um, the neediness and everything is self-centered on that person. And again, as you talk about all the time, you're not getting your needs met because right. in a relationship, uh, it's give and take. You, ha- you have needs too, and there needs to be some type of balance and equity in, in right. that. And when it's all one-sided, mm-hmm. that's a problem. Right. Yeah. I agree. Well, that's it. Let's uh, talk final thoughts. What 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 are the final things you want to share before we get out of here today? Well, I know that if you're experiencing a relationship, whether it's work, family, um, your home life, um, and it's you're dealing with toxic behaviors, it's not easy to work with those that situation. But consider challenging it, communicating with whomever it is and setting your boundaries and see how it goes. Mm -hmm. From Mm -hmm. there, you can make your decision on what you want to do with it, but try to work with it and see if anything changes. (laughs) It may not. And then you have to make a decision. Then you have to make a decision. Yeah. 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 Some, some, some places you can't, you Mm -hmm. can't, make a decision or you just can set your boundaries and and deal with it for a while you know mm-hmm. in some some cases Oops, sorry i keep hitting the mic yeah no you're right about that um so my final thought today is twofold uh, one is definitely want to echo what you just said um mm-hmm. to you know take the time to do some self-assessment some evaluations of the different relationships different environments that you may be in and and to now make yourself more aware of these types of behaviors and how they may be impacting you, right? So that you can start to adjust and and address uh, what's going on there. And then the last one kind of ties back to what I mentioned a little bit ago about um, how you grew up and the experiences that you had growing up with family, with friends, different things like that, and how not knowing it then but maybe being able to look back on it now, knowing what we know about these behaviors and these environments mm-hmm. um, and how it maybe has started to shape and frame you in a certain way mm-hmm. and as to how you deal with the world uh, today from an anxiety standpoint. Or one of the big ones is perfectionism, feeling like you have to be perfect and everything because maybe there wasn't mm-hmm. a time in your upbringing where no matter what you did, it wasn't good enough. Um, everything had to be perfect. You didn't get the appreciation even when you did do something right, which guess what? That's all the same behaviors that we just talked about. So if you went through that year after year after year when you were growing up. Still, maybe still. And, and maybe still. Now you have been conditioned to have that self-pressure on you. Everything's got to be perfect because if I don't, I'm not going to get the appreciation from it. Even if I get the appreciation, uh, they're not going to say it. And then so you you have this anxiety that's there built around that. Mm-hmm. So, again, a lot of what we do here at the VOB Network is just to uh, essentially open your eyes and have time to reflect some self-thought uh, and those kinds of things. So awareness is the key. And now that you can see and think about these things using this information, uh, yeah, sometimes you might have to go back in time a little bit, get in that time machine, see where some of those triggers from an environment exposure standpoint have been, and then say, okay, now I have a better understanding of why I, I'm i this way today because of the experiences that I had in the past. Mm-hmm. And then choose from there what you want to do with it. If you, if you can say, okay, well, I am who I am, and that's okay, but at least now you know, and you can manage your world a little bit differently. <laughs> Or you can start to do some things to change that direction a little bit. And I think that's a, another big key as well. 
So as Brian's saying, you're on the other side of the coin. You're the yeah. person that's that's displaying the toxic behavior. So one of the things I want to suggest too is to go back to um, our videos and find the gratitude video. Gratitude, yeah. Go through there, and that's a start. Just mm-hmm. start start you on that positive road of you know thinking and try to get there. Just start there. You can do mm-hmm. more later, but just start with that. That would help. Absolutely. You. Yep. Gratitude as a state of mind is that video. Mm-hmm. And that, that's mm-hmm. a great place to start. I mean, it's a great suggestion. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all we have for today. Um, yep. I mean, it's a good session. Thank you for taking the time to join me this morning. And as, as I still said, when we started this, um, toxic behaviors are something we all deal with day to day, week to week, month to month, depending and in different ways and in different places. Hopefully we've given you some some information, some, some ways now to um, go out and be more aware when you're in those situations. So you can, it, it's not always, you're not going to, as me said, you're not always going to be too, able to avoid it. Right. Uh, yeah. But at least now you can help protect yourself and control your personal environment a little bit more because you have some knowledge as to what to be on the lookout for. And that that's mm-hmm. what the message we wanted to share today. So hopefully you found value in that. If you did, please hit the like button. That helps out the, us and the, the channel greatly. Uh, Continue to support the VOV family here. Uh, we, we greatly appreciate that. Share this also. If you think of anyone who uh, would benefit from the, this message, it would be great. And then definitely hit that subscribe button on YouTube so that uh, you get notifications and those types of things when we do release our upcoming videos uh, as we go through the weeks. That's right. Uh, what else, Mina, before you That's we it, pretty much. Just make sure you're at YouTube VOV Network on you, YouTube when you subscribe. Awesome. Well, I want to thank everyone for joining us today. Uh, it's been a great session. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and then we'll see you next week. We will have an unscripted on Tuesday and another VOV Live the following Saturday. So until then, everyone take care. We'll see you Aloha. soon.